0: Ready? Yep. Tanya?
1: Always. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an
2: iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. It is Monday, and we are scrubbing in. I have Tanya here, Mark here, Easton's here, Gang's all here. Yeah. How's it going? Super. How are you? I'm good. How was your weekend? Didn't talk much. Uh,
0: let's get into it. Oh God.
2: <laughs> Just like to say that
1: I got a text from Becca at like one was it one o'clock in the morning or something whatever time it was on Saturday night, and it was like title of Monday's Tanya goes into cardiac arrest after she gets called out by Becca. Yeah. I've been like,
2: drinking, so I, I don't knew know you what. Had. I, yeah, <laughs> oh, you don't remember? Yeah, but let's get let's maybe start from the beginning of why I would have sent that text. Okay, so. Very rarely do I go out or, like, have any desire to go out. But I was like, you know, we're trying to get our mojo back. That's been the plan that you were sick last week and couldn't go. And last
0: week on the show, you said, let's do something. Let's go out. Let's go get our mojo back. Uh That's what Tanya said. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I had... Tickets to Betty Who, which it's not like she's a huge artist or that anyone would be like, Oh my gosh. I mean I would, but yeah You were her number one. I love Betty Who.
1: There's nobody that loves Betty Who more than Becca.
2: I would have gone to her concert again the following night (laughs) if she had one. Um but anyways, I was like, Oh, do you wanna go? And like we can you know, in my head I was like, We can get drinks, we can go out afterwards, after the concert. Like Tanya's in music. I thought worst case scenario, she could enjoy a concert. So she's like, oh, I don't. Actually, I want to read the exact yeah, okay. Sure, read it. Yeah, um, so I. Oh, I can read it. I have it right here. No, I have Do it. Do you no. want to go
1: to Betty Who tonight? I have a bunch of tickets. So if you want to invite Sophia and Paulina. Mojo. Mojo. Like, get her oh, Mojo back.
0: I Tanya, thought- what is your deal? You don't even know what she means by that? <laughs> like, is she
2: even a part when of this said, podcast? When you said
1: <laughs> Mojo, I thought you were talking. I thought you meant, like, Mel and Nikki. I thought thought they meant their dog. And I was like, Becca's so whack. Literally. Oh
2: my
1: gosh. I said, huh I said, hi, um, where is the show? I've been hibernating at night because of the cold. She said it's at the Wiltern, turn, but I totally get it. I'm forcing myself to go out. I said, Yeah, I mean, I'm not really itching to see Betty Who. I mean, I love and respect I love and respect, but Koreatown is aggressive on a Saturday night.
2: I, said, I still stand by okay. this
1: because I was way up. I already had plans to be up in the valley for lunch.
2: Okay. Anyways, so then I say, uh, I said, ha ha ha. I get it. I just wanted to invite you for a rare night out. Yeah. So that was at two forty-five, four, uh, right? Almost five. Ha ha. Rare. I mean, I love is so much. I don't know what you're (laughs) saying. I don't either
0: are you actually really good friends with Becca or is this a character you play on this podcast?
2: Yeah, is this like you're trying to act like you really want to hang out all the time. Then I ask and you're like, this is the problem. Because when you ask me to hang out and I'm like, oh, I would rather just stay home. I stay home. I get on Instagram story and you're in the car with Chris Harrison. (laughs) You're at a belly dancer restaurant. Like, okay, squirm. That was squirm.
1: That is not squirm. Okay, yeah. first of all, you cannot call me squirm because that, like, I literally take that so offensively because <laughs> I am not, I'm the least squirmy. person. You were person. on Friday. I was, first of all, Saturday, and I was oh. not squirmy in the slightest bit. I already had plans that day to go have lunch with Chris Harris, and that was already done, okay? Okay. I didn't want to go see Betty Who. Respect Betty Who. Loved Betty Who. I did not want to go to Koreatown to see Betty Who. Mm-hmm. I did not want to get dressed. We should establish Koreatown in
0: LA. It's just far from where you live. <clears throat> yes. Right? Yes. Okay. It's not just
1: far. It's far from where we live. Becca and I live, but it's also like five states away from where I was going to be at
2: lunch. So I was like even further away from lunch. This was at 9 p.m. So why does lunch have anything to do with it's 9 completely p.m.? Completely irrelevant. Okay. However. Thanks, thanks for that fact. However, I was still had just
1: come from a workout. So I was just like kind of gross in like my workout clothes. I just didn't really want to go out. So I had my lunch, and then one of my best friends lives out by Chris. So then I went swung by there on my way home. We had dinner, just like normal, like I would have gone to dinner with you in my workout clothes, and then I went home. The belly dancer was a bit strange because I just happened to be at the restaurant. There was like this weird belly dancer that just like happened to like be dancing on Saturday night, so that really threw a curveball in. But needless to say, I was just having dinner with my girlfriend.
0: So you're never going to go out with Becca? That's what we've established. I
2: think that I think that was my first and last time asking. I got rejected, and then she went out with others. I
0: agree. She went out with others, and also, how many criteria we have to throw in here? Tanya has to have the entire day free
2: (laughs) to go out with you at night. It has to be. Pretty warm. At least above sixty-eight
0: degrees outside. It has to be within a ten-mile radius Uh of her home. Yeah, these are the criteria. It
2: has to be music that apparently she loves. She has
0: to approve of the artist involved. If there's music involved, because
2: everything I've gone with her, I just am like massive fans.
0: (gasps) I I I am at a loss.
2: Thank you. You guys, this really isn't as bad as you're making it sound. Everyone seemed to be pretty upset with you that on the photo I posted, they had some words. (laughs) That was really funny.
1: And I just saw that yesterday. I was like, that was pretty funny. But none of this is squirm. It's 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 all squirm. (laughs) It's not squirm. (laughs) It's not squirm. I'm not squirm.
2: If you were like. You're typically not squirm. No, no. Saturday squirm. No, no, not typically. I'm not squirm. It was called Squirm Saturday, featuring Tanya. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not happy Saturday, <laughs> Squirm <laughs> Saturday.
2: No, that was um, not happy. But Betty, who was amazing.
1: And then that's, like, not the vibe to get that's your okay. mojo back. It doesn't back. matter. It,
2: how... it wasn't even, like, that wasn't even to get my mojo. It was just fun.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: So, anyways. Uh,
1: so, do you want to go out tonight? No. See, now, now what? Yeah. Now are
3: you
2: punishing me? I wouldn't be called punishment, per se. I just might, you might not be the first choice for my mojo getting. I don't want to be rejected. If I get rejected again, I'm like, yeah
0: That's a mojo killer in itself. You
2: okay. killed my mojo. Okay. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I literally can't with this. I ask you to hang out all the time, and yeah. I get no's, and not I have to mojo, deal with though. it. And I do it one time I to you. I was fine with the no. It was that you did everything else. Oh. It wasn't the no. I understand someone wanting to stay in or no, not I, go to something. Yeah, I just didn't want to go to that.
0: You keep looking to me for help. I'm I am back on Because you this
2: one. said hibernating because of the cold and then you're out doing everything. <laughs> like, you probably gain more, like, an infection being by these belly dancers and all these strangers.
1: <laughs> Do you know what's really funny, though? When I was just walking to the car to get to the restaurant that we went to, I was like, man, it's cold outside. <laughs> Be awful if I was out. You were out.
0: Oh.
2: Like, I, I don't you get the difference. Right <laughs> okay, so
0: we have to pay. Wait, no,
1: no. Okay, hang on. So
2: Thursday, we're doing a girls' night. Should we do it out? No, we're staying in and watching Grace. Oh. That's what the Grace is
0: back. It's a big deal. I know.
2: And Girls Night on Thursday night was specifically about Grey's Anatomy and you're like, oh, I think there's a new episode that <laughs> night as if that wasn't the whole reason we planned that night.
0: What's you're, you're, you're like out of touch with reality.
2: <laughs> it's been off for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, so you thought we were just like, oh, Girls' Night Thursday. Yeah. Oh. All right. All,
1: All right, right,
0: before I, we move on. This is
2: not nice. This we, is not
1: nice. This is not nice.
0: Last week we talked about Hannah. Yes. Hannah sent us an email, a very nice email, and we really appreciate all of your emails. We have some great ones this week that I want to get to in a few minutes. But Hannah mentioned a G-rated friends with benefits situation. Oh, yeah. And we all placed our bets on that. (laughs) Uh, Amy's not in here right now. She's in the building, so she's not far. But uh, I said that for it to be friends with benefits, there needed to be some removal of clothing involved, Uh or I don't see what the benefit is in his mind. Uh Tanya said it's stand-up kissing, yeah, possibly some...
1: Boob grabbing.
0: <laughs> Becca said stand-up kissing. Only. No, no tiding, grabbing. Yeah. And then Amy said laying down <laughs> kissing and groping. Yeah. Now, Erica got a response from Hannah. Okay. I have not been told what the response is. Oh. She's. I left it to her as a surprise. Hannah didn't want to come on the, the show and talk to us about it, which I respect. Yeah. Erica, what is her definition of a G-rated friends with benefits situation?
2: So I wish it was a little more direct, but her email says... I listened to the podcast and was cracking up. I didn't realize it would be such a hot debate. Um, I have to say, Amy is closest with her laying down kissing, but Tanya is right too.
1: (laughs) And Becca was right in the sense that we were both
2: raised as conservative
0: Christian. Sorry, as conservative Christians, and he was raised to treat girls right. So the benefit, I guess, is... Well, Amy. Amy probably wins, but it sounds like the stand-up... And there's lying down mm-hmm. and there's some touching.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because remember I said boob touching. You
0: did. Congratulations for <laughs> that you. Thank coming you. through.
2: Thank you.
0: Take so so I, I'm definitely out, but I'm not sure who wins. But I the,
2: think I'm out. I think it's between Tony and Amy. So yeah. the
0: benefit for him in this situation is the groping, I guess. When yeah. you say friends with benefits, I guess the groping is the benefit.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, there's always, you know, the whole term like hooking up, there's always been different. Like mm-hmm. what is hooking up? Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Yeah. There's actually a meme about it, but I don't even want to say what it says <laughs> Wait, what is it? I don't know. You know, my mom listens to this. Oh.
1: <laughs> but it is true. You're like, oh, yeah, we're hooking up. It's like, what is that? Yeah, even when mean? someone's like, yeah, we hooked up, it's like, did y'all kiss or. Are you kissing continuously or are mouths involved? Uh huh. What? Are mouths involved? Oh, yeah, I guess they are. <laughs> I am off my game. Did you you sleep at all this
2: (laughs) week? Yeah, yeah, I might be. Mm. Was it the belly dancers? Anyways, what else did you do this weekend? Since yeah, Tanya, what did you do this weekend, Becca?
0: She went and saw Betty. Who I went and saw.
2: I was. I pretty much documented everything I did. It was honest (laughs) with when people asked me what I was doing. I was pretty straight to the point and honest. So (laughs) if you watched my story, you saw what I did.
1: I mean, same here. I did actually a lot this weekend. Oh, I know. Yeah. I did, um, worked out a lot. Mm-hmm. My usual farmer's market. Yeah. Saw that. Baby shower. Yeah, I saw that. Sisney. Yes. Lunch with Chris.
2: Yeah. And How was that? And dinner
1: with Haley. Um, it was a great. It was actually really great. You know, we haven't spent time together in, like, a really long time. Uh-huh. So it was, like, really nice to, like, see him, see his yeah. kids.
0: Have you gotten over the fact that you're having lunch with Chris Harrison? Like you used to be a huge fan of I that know, show and I now know. you're lunching with him? I
1: know.
2: That's weird. neat, isn't it? That's yeah. exciting. Do you yeah. forget
0: that or do you still think of that sometimes? Um, Yeah, you've forgotten it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look you, at you. You
2: forget that he's the heart and soul of
1: that. The heart and soul. Amazing show. Uh, do you remember when I first started on the show, on the morning show with with Ryan and for my birthday, they got Chris to call him yes. or something and I
2: cried? Yes. I fully what? cried. Yeah, you're like that big of a fan. Yeah, but also
0: she's just this girl from Orange County, college in Arizona. Like she has no celebrities.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, also, and I used to like watch like I yeah I was like way into The Bachelor. Like yeah. I loved, it. and he's like the the common thread. Right. So yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, that was like good my good. first birthday on the show.
0: It's like eleven, July of eleven. Yeah. Wow. Isn't
2: that hilarious? It is.
0: You'd have been turning twenty four.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's good times. That's good times. So,
0: Becca, tell us about all the great stuff we have coming up in the show today.
2: We have emails. We are talking to a matchmaker, which I'm actually very excited about Uh because I'm interested to know, what, like, a professional matchmaker, what do they do that's so different from what we could do, what we could do for each other? Well,
1: they have a database. I think that's the key thing.
2: Because, like, if you think about it, um, you
1: could probably be a good matchmaker. I think you could be.
2: Really? Yeah. If I just had people, like, submitting their... Resumes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So it's almost like she has, like, an app that she pulls from. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm excited like to talk to her. she has a Tinder that no one else has access to. Yeah, yeah, her. yeah. She right. has like the, it's like a secret mm-hmm. app. Mm-hmm. But I'm super excited because I've never talked to a matchmaker. I mean, you met with the lady recently, but I've never talked to anyone who does that as a profession. So I'm, I'm interested to see what she says about, first of all, about us and our... Um... It's weird because it's almost like um you're like on a first date with
1: somebody. Because they're trying to get to know you so that they can like mentally... Store you. Store you
2: for, ma- to match you mm-hmm. with someone that they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I'm interested. I don't know if she's going to be like, I don't know if she's going to be like, get it together, girls. Tanya, maybe go out with Becca to get her mojo back. I don't know what her advice be. That would be good be. advice
0: if she yeah. has that advice. Yeah.
2: I agree. What is
0: your mojo right now? Has it changed? Last week it was like a...
2: Yeah, did Betty Who help? I feel like Betty Who helped. I think just like going out and like being in that... You know, kind of out having fun kind of made me like, oh, I, I could do this more often. It's not so bad to get out of the house.
0: Like a five? It's
2: not so bad. I'm at like a six, nice. I feel. Nice, okay. Yeah.
0: Tanya, That's what's your emoji. I'm
2: six and,
1: and waning.
0: <laughs> six and dropping. Six and dropping. Uh, before you tell us about Quip, I have a very funny email from <laughs> okay. Annika. She says, I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, and I've noticed a change in the way you say, Becca, at the end of your coupon codes. In the first few podcasts, it used to be a harmony. Becca would sing it lower, and Tanya would sing it higher. Now Becca sings it high, and Tanya sings it high, and it's not as fun. Oh. Wow. You should wow. all practice the harmony again, because it's so good. Love you, and I know it's random. And Annika, uh, the random emails are my favorite.
1: Yeah, wait, wow. let's try it. Let's
2: yeah. try it. Well, yeah.
0: you want to practice it before Quip, but, or just no, say it for the it other No, let's do it with Quip
2: clip and see okay. what we got. okay. <clears throat> so as we've talked about before on the show quip is an electric toothbrush and it is stylish it does its job it, it doesn't just do good, the job and it, it does the job that you
1: need it to do that you didn't even know you needed <laughs> yep um quip- <laughs> Because of the vibrating, is it like vibrates to tell you how long you need to be in? Yeah, each section. yeah. So
2: it vibrates to let you know when to switch spots. It it makes you brush your teeth for the amount of time that you're supposed to brush your teeth that mm-hmm. most people don't, right? Including right. myself before I got quit. Um, it's like Apple designed a toothbrush. You can travel. I mean, it'd be cool to travel with it just on display, o- obviously in its carrier because you don't want any um, bacteria. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's stylish. I like it. <laughs> Do you know what somebody messaged me what? yesterday?
1: Because I got a big box of, so I have braces now, so I'm really into toothbrushes, and I got a big box of toothbrushes that have toothpaste on the toothbrush already for like when oh. I'm at work. It's like quick and easy. And somebody messaged me and was like, "Is that for when you can't use your Quip?" And I was like,
2: "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've actually graphic. got a lot of tweets and direct messages about people getting Quip and loving it. Totally. So I'm very excited that people are taking our advice. They're and really good for Quip.
1: for washing your um. Your braces.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: the uh, the Why am I blanking on what this <laughs> vibration? Is? Yeah, the vibration is. <laughs> do you I need some... to go home? <laughs> <laughs> it gets into the grooves of your inv- like in oh, your yeah, braces yeah, that makes really sense. well. Well, yeah. that's
2: what it does for your teeth. It gets into the grooves of your gum. Yeah, I guess it's different when you're like watching
1: it, when you're watching it do it like outside of your mouth.
2: Yeah. Well. Once you subscribe, you—I oh, don't even know where to go from. There. I think the title talk. of the
0: show this week should be Tanya could not join us
2: for this yeah. week's show. <laughs> He's not here. Tanya? Yeah, code blue with Tanya. <laughs> um, but the the good thing is, once you subscribe, you can receive new brush heads on a three month plan, and it's just five dollars, including free shipping. And so I just awesome. got my—I just got my um, new brush heads to replace them because time. And, and you I never did even that. think to do that. I know that. they keep me on track. Um, so. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash Becca right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Becca, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Becca. I think that was good. That was I lovely. I feel like that was yeah. great. I thought
0: that was really strong.
2: Yeah. I feel like we can make a song with that I harmony. I got goosebumps Yeah. <laughs> wow the expectations are low today but we're here (laughs) (laughs) um okay so we have erica angelo she is a love coach and we have her on the phone today and we're gonna ask her some questions because we can get advice we need advice wherever we can get it from and everybody needs yeah i feel like everyone can benefit from this
1: we're getting some cc's of love coaching (laughs) wow
3: (laughs) erica are you on the phone I am on the phone. How are you my dear? Hi
2: great. How are you?
3: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you.
2: This is Becca and we have Tanya with us too. Hi Erica.
3: Hi Tanya. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, I'm doing great.
2: I would like for you to just kind of introduce. I've never I've never met or have I spoken to a love coach. Mm -hmm. So I'd like for you to kind of explain what you do before we get into any questions we have.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So I come from a dating coach background, so there are coaches out there that help people with dating, and I I kind of thought people weren't having an issue with dating. It was really what it boiled down to. You say love. But what I say is intimacy. Like, at the end of the day, like, we're all craving love, we're craving intimacy, and what I found was when people were struggling with dating, they weren't actually struggling with dating in itself. It was their ability to be intimate with one another, their ability to connect, their ability to position themselves so that they can be loved and so that they can give love. So essentially when I'm working with people, it's typically we all have these roadblocks that stop us from making those connections. And it's my job to get in there and go, where are those roadblocks? How do we fix them? And then just giving them some practical steps of how to be open so that love can come in and that love can flow out.
2: Wow. So like
1: somebody comes to you and they're like, basically if a client calls you and says, I really just need help. I'm like, I'm stuck, I'm not dating, I don't know how to find somebody, what do you tell them?
3: First and foremost, I want to hear their story. Every single one of us, like, there's no cookie-cut way to approach it. I always want to know a person's story because if I can hear your story, I can find out where the disconnect is. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes we look for advice that's like a one, two, three, fit-all type of approach, and it's just not the case. You have a different story. I have a different story. We all have a different story. And so, as a coach, it's my job to really get to know you and hear what your story is and find out when did love become unsafe? When did love become scary? And where is that fear so that I can help you remove that fear and show you that that fear is not as scary as you think it is? And how do we conquer it? How do we walk out of that? How do we come out of partnership with that fear? Because fear and love are enemies. So, if there's fear there, then love has no landing pad. And so it's my job to help you. Where's the fear? Let's get it out. Tell me your story so that I can find out when you and fear got in bed with one another when that partnership was made, because that's what's keeping you from love.
2: Hmm. Wow, that's so interesting. I feel like that's kind of what we've been talking about on the podcast and kind of what I think my struggle has been and as far as dating and being open to a relationship or letting anyone in is the fear. But I haven't quite been able to figure out where that came from. Did I? Did we figure that out? I think we did. I mean, with Des, that like we kind of talked about it, but I mean that was a long time ago, and it wasn't. There's just there's been certain little things where I don't know if it's added up to a point where I just thought like, forget it. I I'm good on my own, or I'm not sure what happened. But it would be interesting to sit down with you and actually have an in depth conversation about it. Yeah
3: yes for so many of us you know it, it sometimes starts when we're kids and we don't even realize it like somewhere mom and dad taught us that love wasn't safe or we get older and we have an experience with someone where we just we encounter betrayal and that betrayal cuts so deep. And and more times, you know, we logically understand things and we say, oh, I understand why the fear is here. But here's the thing, when it comes to the heart, we're not loving out of our logic, we're loving out of our heart. Mm -hmm. And so we have to go to those places where our heart was betrayed and invalidated and hurt where, where fear came in and to go to those places in the heart and say, wow, I am really sorry that you had that experience. You didn't deserve that. You deserve to be loved. I'm so sorry you felt betrayal. You were never, ever meant to experience that. And administer healing to the heart. And I think that's where we get stuck in our journey is we're trying to fix it with logic. It's like I see the black and white of it, but at the end of the day... I always tell people, look at your heart as if it's a person. And that person, your heart is going, there's no freaking way I'm going to put myself out there again if I don't get healed. So you can logic and rationalize this all you want. But until I get healing and until I feel free, until I feel safe, there's no way I'm putting myself back in the game.
1: Erica, I have a question for you.
3: Sure. Do you see
1: that um, men are like, a a shift in men where they're not really like standing up and asking girls out like I and this could just be my circle of people but I feel like guys aren't really stepping up and saying I'd love to take you to dinner um let's go on a date like it's more just everyone's just so casual about everything now do you think that could be a part of the problem
3: um, I think those are semantics. I mean, I, I I think that those are the questions that everyone's talking about right now, but I don't think it's the underlying issue. You know, if, if what's a semantic? I'm sorry. The the semantic is it's the it's the byproduct of it. It's it's the the things that we think. You know, this is what's really causing it, but it's always an oh. underlying issue. You know, it's like for men right now, it's the. The thing that they're feeling more than ever is fear. You know, with the Me Too movement, it's a powerful movement for us women. But these guys are terrified. They're like, I don't know what to say or what to do now because I don't want to offend someone. And, you know, you have, you have some women going, I, I don't need you anymore. And if a man feels like he's not needed, he's not going to step into that ring. He's going to say, well, mm-hmm. I'm not needed. So there is a, a fear element, but even even in that like we are in a perfect opportunity for men to even grow in themselves to step into like deeper connection deeper vulnerability facing those Fear points that they have in their own hearts, But, you know, guys are just as terrified as women. And I think, you know, as women, we've watched too many Disney movies and we think we're always the ones that's scared. But guys are just as terrified. I can't tell you how many men I've worked with. They're just scared. They're absolutely petrified. And so when we're just like anything in life, in business, whether we're at work, Typically, if we're afraid, what do we do? We don't act. We just we just pause. And so you have a lot of men who are just, they're afraid. They don't know what to do. Um, they're in a perfect opportunity to rise up now, but no one's really saying that. But, yes, you have a lot of men who are just terrified.
2: Well, so if you were to, I know you said everyone has a different situation, and it's, like, very specific when you talk to someone what they're like, what advice you give them. But if you were to give three tips as far as kind of being able to open up and get out there and put yourself out there, what would it be to people listening?
3: The first one I would say is commit. I think that most of us become very too wishy-washy. you go, ah, I kind of like love, but, you know, if it doesn't come, I'm going to be fine on my own. Oh. No. no, no. Wow. If you're serious about this, then you have to make a commitment. This isn't like one day I want love, the next day I'm going to solo and Netflix for the rest of my life. No, either you want it or you don't. It's a choice. And so if you want love, then first and foremost, you have to be committed. The second thing is, is really, really, really getting clear and vulnerable about what you really want in a relationship. I think all too often times we buy into what we think we want, but we never go and take time for ourselves. But what is it that I really want? So you're, you're being sold what the media tells you that you want, what everyone else says what you should have, your family, your culture, but really I would say go off for a week, go on a hike, and really get in touch with yourself and say, what is it that I truly want? Because if you're committed and you know what you want, then you have, you have some sort of direction. Mm-hmm. And the, the third thing I would say is in your pursuit, that you constantly choose love over fear. And this is what I mean. I know that sounds very vague. But what I mean is when you put yourself out there in dating, you're going to feel rejection. It's going to be scary. But every time that you have that commitment of, am I going to choose fear? or am I going to choose love? And when we're posturing ourselves to choose love, when the rejection comes, when the date doesn't go the way that we want, instead of just going, oh my God, it's, it's, you know, it's just all terrible. And I'm never going to let myself feel that again. You just realize, wait a minute, that's the voice of fear again. And that's what's gotten me where I am. And so I'm not going to partner with that. I've been a partner with love. I'm going to choose love and go, you know what? That didn't work out. It hurts. I understand that, but I'm going to Choose love, and I'm going to continue to keep my heart open, and I'm not going to allow fear to shut my heart down.
2: Wow. You yeah. have Tony and I are taking notes. Totally. <laughs> Number one,
1: commit to love. Two, clear why you want. Three, love over fear. I yeah. Think that's
2: great. Yeah. I wish we had more time with you.
3: This has been amazing. I, yeah. I appreciate your open heart to allow me just to pour it all out oh. on you, girls. Yeah.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for the quick advice, and I'm going to actually like really look into using these things i think i needed that
3: you're so welcome
2: well thank you so much for being on the show everyone that's erica angelo do you have a social media
3: yeah you just type in my name it's like africa without an f so it's a-r-i-c-a angelo and you can find me on uh, facebook instagram youtube and then my website is ericaangelo.com
2: perfect thank you so much for being with us
3: Thank you for having
2: me. All right. Have a good day.
3: You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: That was good. hmm I literally love Love over fear.
1: It's so true. Choose love. That should be our new hashtag. Choose love. And hashtag hope he's not listening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All relative. Yeah. Um, speaking of love, mm-hmm. let's talk about Wink. Yeah, let's do <laughs> I it. I love Wink. So Wink is a wine subscription. So you get wine sent to your door. hmm It's a dream. Dream. Seems too good to be true. I'm really bad at picking out wines when I go to the store. I actually was with my sister, and for her birthday, we were choosing wines, and I was like, I literally in the store, I thought, I wish I just done wink for this because I'm. She was asking what I want, and I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm not a sommelier. <laughs> 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 so, you know what,
0: why it's called wink?
2: It's called wink because it's uh like. Like you flirty like a wink flirty, oh that flirty. works
0: i just learned this it's wine incorporated
2: oh, oh. there you go yeah it's w-i-n-c not k um, well we can use this for our girls night totally look at that watching grays um so basically they select there's wine experts on the wink website and mm-hmm. they select wines to match your taste so yeah. they you take a wink's palette profile quiz mm-hmm. and they ask you questions like how do you take your coffee how do you feel about blueberries and then they take it from there and they select the bottles or the wine for you right um and it starts at just 13 dollars a bottle so you'll be at work having a long day and then you'll come home to a box mm-hmm. of delicious wink wine. the best
1: part of this for me is the no membership fees you can skip any month canceling time like I feel like a lot of times people don't want to like oh like, I don't want to do it but it's like very easy to opt in opt out if you're going away for a while you know put it on pause
2: come back because people don't like to commit
1: people don't like to commit. <laughs> to so true bringing it
2: back full circle yeah but they make it easy you can choose when you want it if you're trying to take a break don't want to drink as much right. their understanding of right. that um, so there's free shipping. If you don't like a bottle, they'll replace it with a bottle you love, which I, which I love. Yeah. Also, there's no questions asked. Discover great wine today. Go to trywink.com/becca. You'll get twenty dollars off your first shipment. That's t r y w i n c dot com/becca for twenty dollars off. One more time, trywink.com/becca. I think
0: Becca was too low on that.
2: Okay, one. let's try again. Oh. Um Trywink.com slash Becca.
0: I think that was good. Yeah, that's okay. good.
2: <laughs> the first one was like solid. Amazing. Yeah, um, I don't know how he beat it. How to recreate that. that. It was like Celine Dion in the building.
1: <laughs> um because <laughs> it's really like a harmony, you know, like when you're in a band, there's like tenors and is that what it's you know, there's like the high and the low? <laughs> And we were both going hi. I a just while. like
2: that you always do your comparisons before you think them through. <laughs> so then, like, in the middle of you expressing them, it's just uh, silence. Yeah. Confusion. I mean, like... <laughs> all of us looking at each other. Like, help that her.
0: <laughs> help. You should make a montage of awkward silences caused by Tanya yeah. on this podcast.
2: <laughs> no, it's no, going to no. take you a lot of time. Um, um, <laughs> wait, so... We next we have someone on the phone that I'm also very interested in talking to. We have a matchmaker. Her name is Alessandra Conti. Am I saying that right? Alessandra Conti. Hey lady.
3: Hi. How
2: are you? Hi. I'm
3: doing great. How are you? We're so
2: great. We're so excited to have you on. Um I have never spoken to a matchmaker before. So this is brand new for me.
3: Oh, I love it. I love it. I know I I get that all the time. I feel like I'm I'm really just you know, I'm here
2: for it. It's so nice <laughs> to meet you guys. Yeah. So nice to meet you. Um, It's actually funny. Tanya spoke with a matchmaker. How long ago was that? It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah. she was saying it was, it was almost like being on a first date. I felt like I was on a first <laughs> date
1: with her. Cause she was asking me all the questions about like, what do I like to do in my free time? What like about my job, my lifestyle? Like I felt like very I love it. datey. Is that kind of yeah. what it's like when you meet with your clients?
3: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, every matchmaker is different, obviously. Like, I'm, I, I'm a personal matchmaker in our company, Matchmakers in the City. We have a few different matchmakers around LA, New York, San Francisco, and D.C. So we have a very personalized approach, probably like the matchmaker that you spoke with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is a lot of vetting. I mean, a lot of our priority members hire us to essentially go on first dates for them yeah. so they don't have to ask those bizarre, hard questions that, you know, you can't, when you go on a first date with a guy, you can't be like, okay, so in how many years would you like to get married? And then how many years, <laughs> uh, how many children do you want to have? And like, religion-wise, right, totally. where are we on the spectrum? So. That's kind of like the job of a matchmaker. So it's a lot of fun and it's really like amazing for a single woman, you know, so you don't have to deal with it.
2: I know. I think in my head I'm thinking, okay, I did The Bachelor. I've done dating apps. Like what's my next move at this point? Maybe it's matchmaker.
3: It's I really love brilliant. it. I mean, the thing is, I definitely for any woman who is like we work with a lot of lady bosses who are kind of like rocking in their careers, who have maybe put love on the back burner. Even though with you, back I feel like love has been like at the forefront of your life. <laughs> Even though you've, you know, you, even though you've been, like, totally rocking in the career, I feel like it, everything kind of leads back to love with you. So, um, but no, it's a really awesome option for women who, you know, and I feel like a lot of women don't even know that it is an option. They're just like, oh, my God, the apps or online or, right. oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if it's, if the women are in, like, kind of a financially stable place um it's definitely a fabulous option but there are also things that women can learn you know that we can chat about that if you don't I mean obviously I think you know everyone should work with a matchmaker but you know for the listeners who are maybe like I'm not there yet like on my own (laughs) and even for you ladies I mean there's so many ways that you guys can be your own matchmaker and take some of the kind of secret techniques that we use and apply it to your own love life. Yeah, well, and I, have my, how that goes. I
2: have my pen and paper ready. Let's yeah, talk about actually. it. <laughs> it's so true though, because
1: it's like, you know, the, I think that there is like, I was talking to my dad about this and he was like, it's just mm-hmm. it's so sad that you guys can't just like meet people like normal anymore. You have these apps and you're meeting with a matchmaker. And I'm like, that's the time now. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I think like, I really genuinely think that I'm going to meet the person I'm going to be with through a setup whether it's matchmaker yeah. or a friend or a friend that knows somebody. Like I think that it's like connecting through people is like the way to go.
3: Yeah, I'm a huge believer in that as well. I mean, on a personal level, like I set my sister up with her husband and they just got married and like obviously didn't pay me. So like, (laughs) (laughs) that was a pro bono match. (laughs) But you know what I mean? And I feel like, yeah, it is something that, you know, friends with friends are absolutely amazing, but you can also meet men in real life and you can, you know, I think that I was kind of listening listening to I love your podcast it's so much fun I feel like I was like I'm like chatting with girlfriends like (laughs) it was so fun to listen to so I'm like trying to totally catch up but from what I did hear, um I love that Becca I love that okay I love that you guys like brought on the therapist um yeah. amazing. So great. Such a great diagnosis. And then what I would say as I was listening to that, the big thing seems to me that women in general want to be with a man that they have some kind of context. Like it's either a friend that right. grew uh-huh. into a relationship or like a friend of a friend. You have it's not just some random guy that you, you like swiped right on bumble right. and like So I get that for sure. But what I would say as I was listening to um, just your chat with the therapist, what I would say to you and to Tanya, um, when you're going out with these men, first of all, like the number one biggest thing, like however you're meeting the guy, I want you to like completely restructure your brain into thinking that dating is so much fun and like, oh my gosh, I get to like go out with these really like attractive guys. I mean, some of them aren't as attractive when you meet them in person, but but when you're, when you are on the date, like I want you to kind of come in with a really positive attitude. But then I know that a lot of times women's first inclination is, okay, on the first date, am I in love with this guy? Like, do I feel a spark? Yes or no? No? First 15 seconds? No, I'm done. (laughs) I'm shutting off and turning everything off. So true. But, yeah, it's so true and people will say, like, people come into my office and they're like, Allie, I know immediately if I am into a guy or if I'm into a girl and then, like, I'll, I'll know within the first 15 seconds and that is, that's a detrimental way of thinking because as you've probably experienced in the past, love grows. And like a connection with someone, like women, we don't like immediately are just like, oh my God, I'm in love with him. Like that's not the way it works. So it's so important to, if you're not repulsed by the guy, <laughs> give him a second date, give him a third date and really get to know this yeah, person. That is really so that good it advice. Yeah, so it becomes more of like, okay, he's more of a friend, you know, you don't have to be making out with him on the first date, you can take things slow, but you'll get you'll feel more comfortable you'll get to know this person you can even be like oh yeah bring a couple guy friends i'm going for like a second date oh yeah we're gonna go rollerblading like bring like a guy I'm bring one of my girlfriend like, you guys can go on a double date like yeah it doesn't have to be this insta relationship like on the first date you're like madly in love because a lot of men who are amazing at first dates do not have the skill set to sustain a long-term relationship so a lot of times for me, it's a bit of a red flag if a guy's like, oh, my God, he's amazing at the first date. And when, Becca, when you were with Robert, mm-hmm. um, I love how like, know this. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, I'm like, so Becca, tell me about Robert. Mm-hmm. So when you were with Robert, like, before you guys started dating, were you, like, immediately when you first met him, were you like, oh, my God, he's the one for me? Or, like, what was that? Was it like, oh, he's, like, a guy. He's well, cute.
2: It's so funny because when you're listening to you talk about this, I'm thinking about, like, my first date with Robert. And it was definitely, like, I had so much fun on that date. And I thought, oh, I, I'd like yeah. to see him again. Like, I did have yeah. that feeling, which is rare for me. But it by no mm-hmm. means was I, like, oh, my gosh, I feel so comfortable. And he's the yeah. one. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. You
3: know. See, and that's, that's the difference between women. And I mean, men, men are, I mean, women are also physically driven, but I feel like with men, they're like, okay, I like, yeah. But with women, with everything, like it takes us time to warm up, you know, and it takes, so I would definitely say like my little, stamp of what the the mini advice that i can give you specifically becca is just to give it doesn't matter how you're meeting the guy we need to make it feel as though you are dating a friend like you're because that's then you'll Then you'll tap into that comfort level, you'll put the walls down a little bit, and that's when you can actually fall in love. And for dates, I mean, in in general, like I was saying, I mean, I want, I think I want like to lobotomize the women of the world because when it comes to dating, obviously not like women, (laughs) that sounded horrible, but like (laughs) but when it comes to dating, there's such this like negative connotation. It's like, oh my god, I have to go on another day with this person. Yeah, that's me.
2: That's me. Yeah. Right?
3: It can feel like such a drag but i want you guys to know like i i see the other side like i have and i'm sure you guys have a lot of married friends and they say like to all of our our single girlfriends they're all like oh my god i'm living vicariously like you probably have always yeah
2: they they are so jealous that i get to go on dates while i'm like dreading it
3: So know that like the grass is totally greener. And also though, when you're with the person you love, you won't, you'll be like, oh, I'm so excited to be the person that I'm with, with the person I'm with. So right now, I want you ladies to just act as though you are the bachelorette in your own love life without the cameras and without the riffraff. And I know Becca, you said that you didn't want to do the bachelorette, (laughs) but, and like you've done like the other side, but I want you ladies, like you are both. Fabulous, gorgeous, successful women—you like the—you can have the the pick of the litter, you know.
2: (laughs) Very nice. We don't
3: always. (laughs) (laughs) But I want you guys to just start approaching your dating life as like, okay, I'm the bachelorette. I'm meeting these awesome eligible guys, and we can talk about where to meet the great guys in a second. But I want this to be your attitude—that you're like. Super excited. And all the women listening, like you're just super excited. Like you get to sit down and, and experience new different men. You don't have anyone that is you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. And I always tell the threats that I work with, I would rather a first date when you come back to me and give me your dating your date feedback and we do date coaching. I would much rather you be able to tell me who his favorite Spice Girl was or like <laughs> what Power Ranger he like felt most connected to than to be able to tell me okay he went to school at Harvard right. he yeah, got yeah. his business degree like we want to kill the interview okay so no need to do the interview hopefully you know when you work as a matchmaker obviously these men we do an interview a full interview background check social media check sex offender search like We vet these guys, (laughs) like, within an inch of their lives, but... Even when you're, just say uh, you meet someone out, or it's a Bumble date, or it's a match date, or whatever it might be, you know, I really want you, ladies, just to just to think of the mantra like this is fun. Like, let me think of things that I enjoy talking about, and let's just have fun. I'm not grilling this guy. We're not in an interview setting. Let's just enjoy. So that's like, I think I I, I always just want to tell women that I feel like I'm monologuing. Please, um. Feel free to jump in and ask. No,
2: well, I was gonna say. I mean, I could. We could sit here and talk for hours with you. I feel like. I know, and the the problem is is in my
1: head. I'm like, this sounds great in theory, but when you're on a really bad date, all you want to do is be like, I'm missing a full night of like binge watching like The Good Doctor or something. You know what I mean? And like, so it's like it's true. It's
2: it's, I think it's more the mentality going into the date. Totally, it's like Mm -hmm. being able to say like a lot of people who are you know would kill to be going on dates with like multiple you know but I I almost feel like it'd be so fun if if when we have a date or something we can call her and like and and, get a pep talk we can call you and get a pep talk on what we should what should we do and how how should we act it could be part part of the
3: podcast (laughs) I love it that would be so much fun I mean it really is just I know it sounds so cheesy but it's just like, it's just having fun. Like, I want you like, and when you're on your date, also like women, we in the workplace, like we are lady bosses. I know when I am at work, I am like the ultimate lady boss. I am like, you know, traveling, just being, you know, my masculine, like, the masculine side of me is out and about. And like, you know, it's business mode, but when it comes to dating, that's a time when you can really, flip that femininity switch on and yes i know about like gender roles and all of that and the heteronormative paradigms all of that but listen when it comes to dating men enjoy being masculine and women really like to be feminine like even the top ceo at like the top fortune 500 company i probably match her <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: well do you mind do you mind if we keep your number oh my god of course okay great I mean, me you call. know you might be hearing from us pre uh next day my last day was november so it might not be me it probably <laughs> might be becca but we're gonna no. keep your
2: number no because we're changing our minds that's true so yeah. and
1: thank you so so much that is such great advice
3: i love it yeah just bring out the femininity and then you'll be good to go enjoy yourself and 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 let it let it happen
2: thank you so much for coming on we had so much fun i can't wait to talk to you again
3: Absolutely, ladies. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Have a
2: good one. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Wow. I feel like that was some good stuff. Mm -hmm. Both back-to-back calls. Mm -hmm. Got notes. notes. Reprogram your brain.
0: Tanya actually took notes.
2: I did. Yeah, I can see
0: that. Yeah. She has two cards full of notes.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's so important. I think my biggest problem is that I go into dates with dread. Like before I even 100%. meet him, I'm like, this is terrible. Totally.
1: Because you don't want to get dressed. You don't want to like do the whole song and pony dance for like a bad date.
2: Would you ever do the thing that they suggested, which is like go into the woods for a weekend or like go on a weird solo camping trip? Did you hear what Ashton Kutcher did?
1: Oh, totally.
2: Alone? I know you would. Wait, alone? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Ashton, to get over his divorce, Uh went like, I think he went for like too long. I think he went for like a couple weeks and only drank water or something weird. But would you ever like, because I think it could get your mojo back. I was thinking about this all weekend. Like a retreat. Yeah. But like a solo. Like, I don't care. You can go to a fancy hotel. You just have to go alone Uh and really spend time being alone. Because I think when you're alone, you get your mojo back. Because you go... I don't really actually like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you spend time alone, but you're at your house, and you're going out with friends, and your sisters live there, and yeah. you're always surrounded. Like, I think it would be a good experiment. Interesting. I feel like I'd love it. Yeah, no, I'm like, you <laughs> can think of a we place. We'd never see Becca again. I can't go. <laughs> Wait, I want to do a few emails before we have to stop. Totally.
0: You got to do HelloFresh, and then we'll do emails.
2: I'm happy to do HelloFresh. HelloFresh. As we all know, is a meal service that comes straight to your door. Mm -hmm. All the ingredients, the recipe, Mm -hmm. everything you would need to cook a meal right to your door. Yeah. A dream for me. Don't have to leave the house. But like cute, fun, because
1: you still get to like, it's like a home-cooked meal.
2: Um, So HelloFresh, they shop for you. They plan, deliver, step-by-step recipes. Pre-measured ingredients, mm-hmm. so you can just cook it, eat it, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. um You can choose your delivery day; it comes right to your door every week. It's so easy, delicious, and less than ten dollars a meal, which is very rare. Insane. I spend to, like double that, literally, for myself. Um, my parents use HelloFresh. They use it every week. They love it. Oh, I love calling awesome. them and they're cooking their HelloFresh meal. It's so cute. She's like, we're so excited to try these new
1: burgers. Because it is annoying when you go to the grocery store and you're like shopping for a meal that you're cooking and then you have to like buy all the extra and then you have like leftover bits of whatever. Yeah. And just like, I hate throwing food away. I
2: know. And every, anytime I cook, honestly, anytime I cook outside of HelloFresh, I have so much extra stuff. Yeah.
1: And then you don't like make it again and then Yeah, I don't really
2: eat leftovers. Yeah. It's it's not something I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to like not, not have to throw away all this food. Yeah. Um the meals are creative, they're delicious, they're nutritionally balanced, mm-hmm. which is what I need more than anything, and they're perfectly portioned like we said. These meals are very um accountable. Yeah. You know, that's my it's my new favorite word. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is that what you decided this weekend when we didn't see each other? Yeah. Okay. No, that's from Teddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. are accountable. Um, the meals take less than 30 minutes to make with very minimal cleanup. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code BeccaT30. Feel confident in the kitchen. Save $30 on your first week. Again, that's HelloFresh.com, promo code BeccaT30. <laughs> wait let's do it again do it again well it's becca t30 okay, so we're, okay. uh hellofresh.com promo code becca, becca t30, t30. <laughs> uh, we need some work on that yeah.
0: let's just burn through some of these quickly yes all right cecily sent us a very sweet email it starts with i know every email you get starts out like this but i love your podcast i'm a first year teacher and it's so refreshing to get in my car after an eight-hour day with 23 nine and ten-year-olds and listen to adult conversations You guys give me interesting topics I bring up to my friends and fiance. It took Mm -hmm. my friends a long time to realize that I've never actually spoken to you guys. (laughs) I'm always saying, oh, well, Becca and Tanya said this. <laughs> anyway, you guys are awesome. And she really wants you to come to her wedding.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh I saw this. June Wait.
0: 1st in Arkansas. She oh says she has a part of her budget spreadsheet, Becca and Tanya's attendance. Oh, yeah. my
2: gosh. We actually need to do that. It's in I'm northwest
0: Arkansas. Totally
2: down. I've never been to Arkansas. I haven't either. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so fun. Yo, that would be so fun. It, it would be. Okay.
0: Well, Look first of all,
2: thank you so much. Is it Sicily? Sicily? Cecily? Cecily? Cecily. Cecily. Beautiful name. Um, I just want to say thank you so much, and we appreciate you listening, and we will do our best to be at your wedding. Yeah. That's so fun. Totally fun. Thank you for putting us aside as a guest. Uh, <laughs>
0: Olivia hates the way I say y'all, and she's right. It's just not natural for me, and I'm oh. sorry. And I'll do better. I'll do better. She's Everything she says is exactly right.
1: It's a pet peeve of mine when people that aren't from the South say y'all. I'm like, just don't say it.
0: But it's if I'm reading an email and it's said-
1: Okay, right. I I tend
0: to accentuate it, and she's right, and I shouldn't. I should just say it like it's normal. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
2: it's just y'all.
0: How about Carrie? Carrie's been living with roommates for two years now. They recently both got a dog. They barely trained them. They're not great inside dogs. Their toys are everywhere. The stuffing from the toys is everywhere. mm. The room smells like dog all the time, and they start barking at 5.15 every morning and running and fighting and everything else. I hate confrontation so much and just have shaken it off, but I have my boyfriend's house to escape to, What should I do? Do I confront them? Do I always sleep with my boyfriends? I'm 25. We did not know each other before moving in.
2: I mean, if... I totally understand having a new dog, how fresh... I would have never gotten a new... I would never have gotten a dog if I had roommates who we didn't discuss it before and, like, agree upon it. Because my sisters were the ones who, like, really wanted a dog, so we agreed that we'd take care of it. And Phoebe's, like... Pretty well trained, goes outside, doesn't go in the house anymore. Um, and she's so tiny, she's not really. And she smells good. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think you have a conversation and just I don't know what the solution is though.
1: I know. Like I, I, I hate to say it, and it's a little extreme, but I feel like you just need to move out. I was going to say that too. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know like when her lease is up.
2: So it's like if. If you can find someone it. to cover your lease and just get out. Yeah, I think you get out, too.
0: Look, when I had roommates, they used to drive me nuts. They wouldn't take out the garbage, the, yeah. all the stuff that they do. It's terrible. But these dogs, I mean, these are creatures. So you don't want right. to say you have to get these back to the pound. Well, I mean, no, right, no, yeah. Got to get out. Got to figure out a way. In the meantime, white noise machine, earplugs, and boyfriend's house. Yeah. So the yeah. lease is up, and then bye. Yeah, yeah.
2: got to get out of there. Yeah. And if they ask why, just say, listen, I feel like we're in different places in our life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I love want... dogs. Or you can just lie too, it's but not, that's not cool. Yeah. I would be
2: upset. I totally get it. I always feel bad for my neighbors below me if they hear Phoebe barking. I'm like, when she was a baby, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, I would. Yeah, bye. But we, we have to wrap. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, but what, can we please do the Grace Anatomy quiz? I'm fast. We'll do it fast. I don't
0: think it's fast. It's not a fast thing, but I do have it. Let
2: me get we it. have to. Do it. We've just been. We've we haven't done it in so long. Uh,
0: shout out to Jocelyn for making you a cake.
2: Oh, oh my gosh, God, that was that amazing! Cake. I want that cake. I know. We're gonna do a lot of emails next week. That's my promise to y'all.
1: Yeah, we read like two emails.
0: All right, here's the Grey's Anatomy quiz. You ready? Okay, yeah. Right. Winner will text something on the other person's phone. But oh, this I'm last really time we're doing this. If you blow it this time, we're not doing it again.
2: I
1: oh, yeah. actually, I do. I had uh, some listeners actually gave me some idea of somebody to text from your phone. Same. Really? Yeah. Okay, Okay, let's do this. I never thought, I don't even know who this person is. I'm actually Googling, but yeah.
0: Here's how we decide who goes first. Kevin McKidd, the actor who plays Owen Hunt, has appeared in how many episodes of Grey's Anatomy? Whoever's closer without going over is going to choose to go first or not. That way I can't be accused of rigging it for either one of you. How many appearances has Owen Hunt made on Grey's Anatomy over the years?
1: Okay, I have my guess. Go ahead. I'm going to guess 400.
0: 400? Becca?
2: I'm going to guess uh, 200.
0: 225. Oh. Becca wins that one. I think they just had their 300th episode. I they just, I say, episode, they by just the celebrated their, <laughs> 300th so their
2: 300th episode. Again,
0: Tanya could not join us today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Rapid fire. You ready? Okay, yeah. Got to go fast.
2: Tanya couldn't join
0: us today. I give you the doctor's first name. You give me their last name. Okay. These start easier and get harder. Here we go. Oh, so
1: we just go in if we know? You go in first, Becca? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: No, Becca. Callie? Torres. Tanya, Addison? Uh, Montgomery. Becca, Erica? Han. Tanya, Teddy? Mellencamp. (laughs) Teddy Altman.
2: Oh, wait. Oh, I totally Becca,
0: Leah? These are hard now. These are the hardest ones. Murphy. Tanya, (laughs) Shane?
2: West. Ross. Wow,
0: (laughs) Becca smoked her on that one. (laughs) Round 2.
2: want <laughs> <Long> to remember? <laughs> I name
0: the doctor, you give me their specialty. Oh. Becca, Dr. Dr. Amelia Shepard. Neuro. Becca, I'm sorry Tanya. Dr. Callie Torres.
1: Um uh, bones.
0: Okay. Ortho. Ortho there okay. you go. <laughs> Dr. Nathan Riggs, Becca.
2: Oof. Uh trauma. No. Heart. Heart. Cardio. 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 Huh? cardio
0: is correct
1: That was not the guest?
0: Dr. Maggie Pierce Tanya
1: Um, She does heart Yeah, yeah. Cardio.
0: Cardio. All right Becca Dr. April Kepner
1: She is trauma
0: She is trauma And Tanya Dr. Preston Burke
1: Uh, He was also cardio
0: <laughs> Okay that was good I think you guys uh, swept that particular uh, round Very good Round three Final round Becca has a two point lead I'll name the character You tell me if they are alive or dead Ooh, On the show Okay Currently All right, Becca, Dr. Nicole Herman, played by Gina Davis. Alive. Alive but blind.
2: Yeah, but
1: blind. Who is that?
0: Oh, Oh, wow.
1: Tanya could not join us today.
0: Dr. Heather Brooks, intern, played by Tina Majorino.
1: Heather Brooks died.
0: She died of electrocution. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to Becca, Haley May, she was a patient, played by Demi Lovato. Oh, damn!
2: She's alive.
0: She was cured by Dr. Karev. Yeah. Tanya, Kyle Diaz, a patient played by Wilmer Valderrama.
1: Oh, oh he died and it was so oh, that was sad. sad. He did die. Time yeah. of
0: death, 1523. Yeah. <laughs> Becca, Mary Portman, played by Mandy Moore. Died. She never woke up from <laughs> anesthesia, and finally Wait, she
2: died. <laughs> yeah, she's Rebecca Pearson now, in this event.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tanya. Last one, Nick Hanscom. He was played by Seth Green.
1: Died and it, oh, it was oh, the worst. Burst artery. carotid artery. Yeah, yeah.
0: Very good, but Tanya had trouble with the last names. Becca is our winner.
1: Yeah, Woo, <clears throat> You know, I would just like to say I was working at half mass today. Are you sure? Were so Why I'm is that? Really impressed that I even managed to like do as well as I did. I don't know.
2: That's you know you win some you lose some. Today you lost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so next week. Next we'll text. week
2: we'll text. Dang it! I'm so glad um, I had a really good one. Um, I just want to say thank you to our guests, Alessandra and Erica. Thank you for giving us advice. Thank you to our sponsors, Quip, HelloFresh, and Wink. Wink. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you for the all the emails. We will do more of those next week. Yeah,
1: and let's leave them with one thought. The thought of the, the the thought of the hashtag of the
2: week. Choose love. Oh, choose love. That should be whether you're listening to this podcast, whether you don't, just listen. I mean, choose love. Choose love. It's pretty pretty basic, yeah. but we're gonna put it right, right underneath
1: hashtag. I hope he's not listening.
2: Yeah. Um. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for just being amazing.
0: Scrubbing yeah. in at iheartmedia.com.
2: That's the email. A lot of people ask for it. You heard it here. Burst. First, scrubbing in <laughs> at iheartmedia.com, time of death. No, no, I don't want it to 12. be over. Oh, 6 oh. <laughs>